my he god. Looks like, he looks like Shea Serrano. Is he flipping off the camera? Oh my god. But I, I think that's a blunt. No, see, this is what I want. But no, actually, not. But this is what I want adjacent because I want actually I want people to actually party with me for like three days straight. Yeah, that's that's definitely a blunt. Mm, good, good for him. Is it good for him? Well, who's who's which players on the Sox? Are those J, is this Jalen Brown? I don't know who wears number eleven for the Celtics. Is that like a Pritchard? Yeah. You know who was number eleven? Was Kyrie Irving. <laughs> Oh. Hmm. Yep, and those are Kyrie socks. I see the I see the K <laughs> just over the, yeah. the swoosh on the on the slide. Yeah. Kyrie, uh, Kyrie was eleven for the Celtics. That guy's death is canceled. Wow. Huh? <laughs> His life was canceled. I guess that's good news for him. It's just that I immediately regret saying that. I used to yeah. tell people I knew when I was going to die because my birth certificate had an expiration date off. I oh, it is Modelo time, B. That is true. Um, cheers, pal. Cheers. Uh, I was going to say I do want to die on my birthday. Like I want to, like I like. It, there's something about like just a couple break. I don't like the extra change of days. <laughs> So it's like I want to go out like the way I came in on the day I came in. Oh. I've, I've I, I thought mean, about require, I think oh god I think about that, that would a lot. require your mom to still be alive and some really uncomfortable things. Well, Naked, well, crying, and covered in juice. You said you want to go out the way you came in, and I don't naked, know if she'll she'll agree to that. Naked, crying, <laughs> covered in juice was how I woke up in that um that Airbnb in Miami. <laughs> No I idea. Was juice. Uh, the texture, the flavor, the consistency. Okay. It is definitely juice. Definitely juice. Drunkest person I saw in Vegas. That's number two. Yeah, that's the second question I had for you. Uh, was steak. Every time I saw him. <laughs> and the person I saw in Vegas was steak every time I saw him. Actually, no, Juju Gotti was probably the highest person I saw in Vegas. Hmm. Did you go to the weed shop? Yeah, but I didn't see him there. Oh, okay. The I didn't see there, but apparently there's like <laughs> Hey, Jeff, have you ever played the game Assassin's Creed? Uh, Yeah, are you going to call me Ezio Auditore di Firenze? Well... Um, no particular reason, just asking. Dork. Spaghetti lasagna over here. We just asked oh, who's the who's my Ezio. This is my Ezio. He's a man that's a Luigi Carbonara. Luigi Carbonara. What was uh what was my man's name in uh Master of Disguise Disguisey? Fabrizio. Fabrizio Disguisey. That's Fabrizio. right. Fabrizio. I thought it was pistachio disguise. Pistachio disguise. Yeah. yeah. Fabrizio. Did I just make Febreze Italian? I think you did. I could have sworn, sworn there was a Fabrizio in that movie. You know what I love? That, that, Fabrizio is the guy that wouldn't give Mike Ryan credit for uh, the Messi coming to Inter Miami. That's mm. right. 
Fabrizio mm-hmm. Italiano or Romano or Napoli. He has like a very Italian name. Okay. Okay. Yeti, you were asking Tommy like, like pizza. Yeah. Yeah. Tommy DeVito. You know what I've been saying a lot in class? That Zaza. <laughs> but for like Zaza. like like the wrong like the, the wrong things, right? Julia? Because so like, like I had like Julia oil. I for my Super Bowl party I had a lot of Costco pizza, so I ate it for like three days straight. Um for like leftovers at work. So I kept saying I got that Zaza. And they kept being like, What they kept laughing. They're like, Don't say that. I kept saying <laughs> Got a slice of Zaza, bruh. Yeah, but who was the drunkest? Trying to come up with his top five carrots. I offered up carrot Levert, but that didn't. He, he liked it in the moment, but that means he uh, he didn't like it in the moment. What did the laugh sound like? That he gave. It Wait, we're a, starting already. Was a, hey, we carrot, need to do carrot Levert. I like that. I like. Or... Oh yeah, that that's true. with another exciting recap of a Moss event. Joining us on the pod, who were there in Vegas, I was gonna say live from Vegas, but this it was like a week ago, two weeks ago. A week ago? <laughs> yeah. We have Jeanette, Jeff, Yeti, Andrew Streeter, and the one and only Beep Count himself. I'm Pal here to kind of moderate in kind of, you know, it, you know, I had Palmo, so I'm, I want. I'm curious about how much of a great time you guys all had. So I, we, we have great stories. I hope. I hope you guys have in the chamber here. How's it going? Good. It's good. This is this is Lauer after hours. Wonderful. Oh yeah. Hey guys. Hey beep. Hello. Friends. Hey Eddie. I like Jeff's hey, headphones. Make it look like he's wearing like Mickey Mouse ears, kind of like at a glance. <laughs> hey, that's what beep. I keep seeing at a glance. Yeah, well, this pistachio disguising. He looks like he's ready for a fight. To be honest, it was—it's—it's it's cold. I wanted to put my head on. Ooh, did anybody almost get in a fight in Vegas? Oh, I—I yes. I, um, I kind of like interceded in a fight. So this guy, we got back one night, and this guy was like, "I, I went outside to have a quick doobie, like you do." <laughs> Um, like you do be, and uh, as one does, this guy was really big and jacked, and like I'm glad I didn't have to intervene, but he was really drunk. His name and was I Doobie. He, I think he was with his like girlfriend and her mom and some other dude, and he's like screaming in her in his girlfriend's face and dubious like, behavior. Didn't didn't push didn't hit her or anything, but like put her hands on it, put his hands on her a couple times. Or I'm like, what? I don't really love this. And then he goes over and starts getting in this dude's face. It's also with them. What? And I asked the, the the older lady that I perceived to be her mom. What? You guys cool, you know? And she's like, Yeah, don't worry about it. What? Um, but then he goes over and starts getting in this guy's face, and he has one of these tall frozen what? drinks. And it's like fucking 35 degrees outside. And he just turns it upside down on the guy's head. What? And somehow the guy doesn't swing at him. And they're still screaming at each other. And so I'm kind of walking over there just in case if I have to like kind of jump in if the guy starts throwing a punch or something. What? And then that same old lady starts getting in my face like, this isn't a goddamn show. Get the hell out of here. Blah, blah, blah. 
So I'm like, all right, well, let me make your life infinitely more difficult. So then I went inside and got uh, hotel security and sent them out there. So I I'm sure nothing would have come of it, but I'm hoping that I made their night all that much worse. Sounds like a joint effort. <laughs> life at the Golden Nugget. Yeah, life at the Golden Down. First time in downtown Vegas, man. It's um, it's a little bit different. I like the idea of you trying to like intercede and be like, look, street performers need to stay within the circle. <laughs> you're trying to usher them into the, into the designated yeah. circles. If you're going to fight, you have to stay within this circle here. The circles were a hot commodity out there, man. They were. I'd see I'd see someone get moved off of one and they'd just go to another one. They'd find an empty one and go there. <laughs> well, there's that one dude that was just like making roses out of random plants. Yep. And, and he plants. Yeah, and he just kept getting pushed around, I think, because I don't think he was ever supposed to be at any of them. And I don't know. <laughs> that's like what, a, that's like what, a big, I, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm unfamiliar. What are these circles that you speak of? Yeah. So, um,. In downtown Vegas, actually, actually on the Strip as well, uh, over the last few years, what the city has done has they've they've put these uh, white painted circles. They're black on Fremont. What's up? To Americas. At any rate, <laughs> paint these circles opposite the uh, pavement color so that you can perceive them. Mm. And that's where that are you know peddling their wares usually for street performers uh buskers um a, a real popular thing right now uh, like uh, jeanette said was the, the the uh making little origami like roses out of palm fronds i saw someone doing that from like uh tape measures like he was cutting pieces of a tape measure and turning them into like little rose i'm like that seems like dangerous actually Sharp yeah. and, and you can't get that through TSA. You're gonna toss it out at the airport. But what if yeah, it's well, what if it's how he question. tells the one that he loves that they rule? <laughs> God damn it, pal! <laughs> then you gotta, yeah. I mean, you gotta I guess get that. Put that Don't laugh chest. at that, Yeti. <laughs> that but my wonderful. question is, my question is, who is it? What's the uh, you know, what's the target audience for these things? Who's who's like coming drunk, back from Vegas? Drunk like, tourists. And they're like, yeah. oh yeah, look what I got from Vegas. My favorite was that like every time you walked past one of those that was just like extremely scantily clad women, oh. you would just see like some like Midwesterner who is like a sixty-two-year-old man who's like chatting him up. I'm just like, buddy, come on now. But that's yeah. always it was always exact, I mean very often he had a puffy vest on <laughs> you know did, like did y'all did y'all hear on the show like after their first day out there I think it was Monday's episode of that week they were talking about the nun the bare-breasted nun give me a hell yeah what what I, oh I, yep so yeah 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 I, so like Greg I didn't know that because he doesn't yeah. listen to the show and we were walking back when I was trying to preserve his voice and mine it was mainly mine and greg said he'd come along um but uh, <laughs> that's not how they portrayed it i know i know theater of the mind it's not how I but, um, uh, yeah um, but, no uh, hold on hold on before you go on i remember you saying 
I have to get Greg out of here to preserve his voice. I, I think you're lying that, like yeah. a liar. I think no, you're remembering it the other way I'm around. You must have been I gotta go because if I keep talking, if I stay, I'm gonna keep talking and I will lose my voice. And I mentioned that Greg and he said, "I'm look, I'll go now too because y'all lose my voice too." So then I, I was saying bye to people, and I don't recall saying I have to get Greg at it, but maybe I did because I mean I did have to wrangle Greg. And you, you told know. you told me that, and I look up and you're like with another group, and I tell Jeff he's been trying to leave for 15 minutes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he's not saving his voice. You gotta say your goodbyes. But um, so we were walking, and Greg's like, he's just commenting on everyone we're we're passing by. And he says, that woman's, someone's out here dressed like a nun. And I'm like, look again, Greg. said <laughs> better boobs are hanging out. Yeah, hell yeah. I didn't see, but then he looked around and he's like, sure enough. <laughs> 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 he's like, what is going on? How did you know that? It's like, they talked about it on the show already. I, I had not seen her up until that point. But uh, then Greg said, yeah, they, someone's dressed like a nun. I'm like, oh, look again. And yeah. She's got a bad habit. Did, did Greg? Did, oh, God. Damn it. <laughs> that kind of a show. That kind of thing. Oh, oh no. I was gonna ask him to wriggle out a baby from his loins. Oh, he did not. He was just kind of looking away in disgust. I will say, like, as far as Greg letting out something from his loins, um, when we were, um, no, when, when we were leaving, when we were leaving Moss the second day, um, and we got to the end of, like, the longest escalator ever. Oh. Uh, that thing was ridiculous. It was so. Stairway it was so heaven. long. Half a oh, mile. The, oh, see, yeah, I, mean, I, I didn't have to, you know, being where I was at, I didn't. Have to, you know, <laughs> okay. I got Are you gonna talk glorious... about how you you also ate beans in first class? <laughs> Wait, no, hold on. But this, I got to use the glorious freight elevator. What's up? Uh, yeah, but but here's the thing. What I was gonna say was Greg was right behind us coming really? down the giant escalator. <laughs> And, you know, we stop, he stopped for a second and talked to him for a second at the bottom. And as we were walking away, Hish hit him with just the hardest, bam! <laughs> and, and Greg turned around and yelled it back at him. <laughs> and he, Kish, I've never seen Kish so happy. He was so pleased with himself. That's good. Because Kish spent Friday, I, I don't know how many times, um, that he would go around to the stage and he was just like, bam! You know, like, like, like so, one of the, like the way Chris will tell you to like just out of the corner of your mouth, say like a word or something like, right. oh man, so like that. <laughs> and I guess he was doing it so soft that neither you nor Greg nor Jeremy heard him and could do the call and return. And he would come back and he's like, I've been bidet being and nobody is like, you know, responding. Just I've been like, bidet so <laughs> I've been bidet-bing. <laughs> and he was just like so sad that he didn't get a bidet back from, you know. Well, everyone was yelling that at us too, though. People, like a lot of people would be, so it kind of became white noise on stage. Mm. Plus we're trying to like, you know, stay focused and get in direction from John. And, and then Greg is going to read whatever is on that teleprompter on that iPad. No matter um, what. 
I have this yeah, image like, of kids well, that, just walking around like a chicken. That's why I messed up on back in my day, on the back of my day from the musical, because there's a spoken part and he didn't speak it. He just sang it as the first line of the second verse. So he was a line behind on everything, and that's why I was trying to. It's the wish run, I wish for. I, I, I was there for one of the songs where you were, where he's like. I'm behind. We gotta start all over again. Yeah. But to finish <laughs> yeah. my story, yeah, like what what Jeff said, like Kish was like that was the I don't maybe it was one of his highlights, but he was just gleaming after he got that very loud, raucous, enthusiastic bidet up from Greg. Awesome. I was the I was by the side stage for most of both days and in breaks after the after he he would perform. There were people that would come up and wanted to take pictures, and I'd ask them if I wanted to. Hey, can I take that for you? And like, sure. You know, and for a lot of them, I was like, all right, everybody, badap on three. But <laughs> when you say badap, your mouth does a weird thing when you're posing for a picture. <laughs> um, like, most people are just like, <laughs> yeah, it, it, that, that was <laughs> when I really like it. You know, three is kind of like cheese. So I had to, you know, he haw three, you know, everybody say he haw three, you know, and, and that worked out good. But the badap is funny. You get that funny face. <laughs> pal, you had something. Um, I have a day up story, but well, pal, you had something. Actually, my since I did have a, one of my uh, I, Yeti, I don't think you were here when I presented my questions that I wrote down here. They're right here. Oh yes, I was not here. Okay. Um, any for the audio audience, I just showed Yeti my questions. Anyways, um, one of them is favorite Greg moment. So would Jeff and Jeanette? Would you say that that was maybe the favorite Greg moment? Just seeing how kids was happy from you know. Just trying all day and then getting the the bidet up at the end from his loins, or Jeff's not here. He's doing that thing. Um, um, Jeanette, I, I think I think everybody's gonna have like a different Greg moment from whatever they experienced. But for me, the moments that I got to go and see him perform, and you could see his like enthusiasm and the like the star power emanate from him as the crowd grew larger and the songs that have been played on the show or on the greg cody show podcast and we are familiar with when we when the the fans started singing along and everything it added to him really being in the moment and something that i'm was kind of like let's cut like i don't know because they had um an elvis impersonator sinatra impersonator uh marilyn monroe impersonator and like vegas showgirls every now and then walking around and i was just like greg should challenge the sinatra guy or the elvis guy <laughs> and get him on stage and like something and then i'm like no wait what if this backfires and those guys can actually sing and like right. dance or something that would be so bad and i had no idea that was marilyn monroe i could have swore that was gwen stefani <laughs> it, it looked more like that's perfect it looked more like gwen stefani you're right she she looked more it that was rude of me she looked more like gwen stefani um her outfit looked more like gwen stefani yes that would be the it yes. ma ma yeah not, ma maybe the, the, the outfit yeah thank you thank you yeah yeah um yeah. the uh the, i think that is greg's first time ever singing before a live audience like, like, I think that may be it. That was his, except, definitely his first time except, singing with a band. Except at the Gramercy in New York when he sang in front of the audience. When he say New York, New York, yeah. right? But, but he did he really even sing it? He just kind of did his own thing. <laughs> I, I um, thought that was gonna happen 
like on the first song that you guys had to do um like he's gonna get lost in the crowd we're gonna have a gramercy repeat but no he was just like he, no i guess he, he was only just missed, he only missed like two or three cues over both days and, um, and and really i forgot to cue him on those i got got caught up in getting ready to snap my fingers or just take in the moment and i forgot to count him in so like you could say that's his fault because he's an adult but my job was to cue him in so i didn't do my job in those circumstances skins this is the Marink man who never let that happen skins and Marink would have never let him <laughs> but this is also the man that cannot understand a clock when it's taped <laughs> to dan right. levitard's head oh no no, no. when when we were preparing because we, we we only practiced the day before the show like as far as like actually practicing we had a couple i had a zoom call with greg the week before where I just kind of listened to him sing along to the songs and, um, and I, you know, I couldn't hear the tracks, but I knew them good enough to, I knew mm -hmm. where he was at, but he's like, okay, so this song starts at six seconds in is when I start singing. I'm like, Greg, you're not going to see a clock. I said, just count one, two, three, four, two, two, three, four. And he's like, I I'm not going to learn any of that. <laughs> like, oh man, I'm really going to have to kick you in the ass to cue you every time. But, um, I have a bidet up story for uh, now that Jeff's back from the bathroom. What I love about this really audience... quick to be clear. Oh, um, I got up to pee, but then I realized it was 15 minutes after my dogs normally eat. And these motherfuckers would not let me sit back down without feeding them. <laughs> they were bitter and angry. So that's what Jeff thinks we were judging him for the time he was away. He well, thinks, we, he's afraid I, mean, I don't think he pee was for pooping. six minutes. Yeah, no, we talked about the shit you're taking. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> so um, I, what I love is being in that vacuum of that audience is you could do things there that you, you can't or you can say things and scream things that you, you know, would get you institutionalized if you did it at like Kroger. And uh, so I, I go to use the, the, the restroom Salute, Aaron. Uh, that was right by the stage. And I walked in. I was like, I was like. A funny like Jane sometimes she'll hear me she'll hear me going to pee in our bathroom and she'll just go hey like from outside the door just to try to make me freeze up because she's funny like that she's a mean kind of funny um and uh the um uh so I was like I'm gonna walk in and I walk into the bathroom and there are a bunch of dudes in there and I go just hoping it would freeze somebody <laughs> and it, I, as far as I know, it didn't freeze anybody up. I, but I got met with like eight other bidet ups. Like, <laughs> and then, and then, so I start peeing, and some guy walks in. Bunch of goes, chickens. Some guy walks beside into the stall beside me. He goes, Yeti Blanc. And and like, I, I just, I, I, I regret not saying this. I'm like, you know, so where does this rank on the most famous people you've pissed beside? What's up? You know, <laughs> listen, listen. But I didn't, I didn't, I didn't a, have the guts to do that. This is a public bathroom, by the way. Like, <laughs> there's probably people in there, and certainly, like, imagine if you're a Circa employee. Man, I'll tell you, though, it was a nice public bathroom. They're watching imagine Yeti dap up all the, all the guys in no, the no, bathroom. No, 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 Circa's no, no. got good stuff over there. Listen to me. Imagine you're a Circa employee, and you're going to the bathroom, and then you hear Yeti Blanc, and then, like, 50 other people go, <laughs> You're like, what kind of freaking cult is this? Yeah, said, you don't get these shows. They booked, they booked a cult. What the fuck do they expect? You, like, you just I mean, walk through. out of there as fast as possible in your awesome green tracksuit, and you right, never right, talk right. about it again. Right. Squid Game I, I somewhere else. We're here, we're in here doing the Dude, bidet. I'm telling you, by the way, at least three, maybe six 
of the various uh, lifeguards that were there while we were there were asleep in the chair. <laughs> like they were all asleep. They they took a picture of one and posted in their Instagram. Yeah, uh, the show's Instagram. I was like, oh, let's just like judge that. That was just one. They of, didn't like, have a lot of lives to guard. Let's be fair. <laughs> no, they except the slap guys. Morgan and I got in the pool on on Friday. We were in the same side as the slap guys. We were on the other on the other side. So like, <laughs> to be fair, those dudes were absolutely jacked. Yeah, hell yeah, jacked. Yeah, yeah I, I would. I would have. I would like, be sure. He's, he's, he's got that V. What? He's got yeah, the V. How do you get that V? Yeah, hell yeah. The man yeah, V. The dip. Yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm trying to get mine back. Speaking of Usher, right? Dude, I used to have one. God, I miss it. <laughs> Jeff, um, the yeah. um, uh, while you were gone, they were asking favorite Greg moment from the week. Oh, man. Favorite Greg moment? All right. Um... So it's, I have two. Um, so you guys, I think most of you met my buddy Brian, who was out there. Yeah. Um, yes. And B has been, I've known B since ninth grade. We lived together in college. We lived together while I was in grad school. Like one of my best buddies. And, and I just remember while we were out there at one point, like sitting on the Astro turf. Like kind of just like soaking in the sun while it was warm for a few moments. And he's like, man, I don't get starstruck by any of these weenies. But because like for a long time, he's like, I don't I don't listen to the show. I'm not a show guy. And like, yeah, OK, now you're in fucking Vegas, like at this event. But he's like, man, when it comes to Greg, that man is just an angel. And I was just like, all right, that I loved. But but realistically, the the Greg moment that I loved the most was was last cruise, like lovely, lovely cruise, a uh, lovely cruise. Fine. I'm sorry, last cruise. Yeah, that sounds way grimmer. Um, no, yeah, but Jesus, it's like a Rambo, Rambo on the open water the movie. Last cruise, fifty dollars. Oh uh, yeah, no, but uh, yeah, I mean, like, you know, like I I I had been pretty deep into the beer at that point and i think i even said something to you yeti after i had like four or five beers at like 10 a.m but i was like man like this is like the weirdest fucking crew ever but when you actually are there in person like you get like this weird sense of like love and camaraderie that it's kind of inexplicable and it, it legitimately inexplicable. And what I mean is like when somebody asked you what you were doing in Vegas last week, like you don't really want to try to explain it to them because it's just like, it's gonna I'm going to sound like long. a crazy person. So I'd rather just not tell you. So there's this guy um, named Greg Cody dot, dot, dot. Yeah. 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 yeah uh, and just like He's a morning man. <laughs> <laughs> So I actually have an idea for the next Moss. It should be on a cruise, like a three or four day cruise. They go down to the Bahamas. You can go on the on the lazy river. I'm telling you, doing it on a cruise, you get you know 800, 1,000 Levitard show fans on the cruise at one time. 
That's I mean that that's going to be ridiculous. That, that's going to make Vegas home in a body bag. Yeah, yeah that's, that's, people that's, are going to die. How, that's how steak dies. Is what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> it'll be it'll, it'll be a lovely cruise. I think Steak's superpower is his ability to roam. He just walks. Roamer. He just roams everywhere. He, and he'll show he's up. A teleporter, dude. He's yeah. a teleporter. Shows be, up wherever you're at. Be, be described him as the mayor. <laughs> and just, he's just like he just like kind of sticks his gut out and just kind of moves around and he owns the place. He totally and does. He just yeah. owns the place and he's just like that dude. guy is the mayor of the event. He can. Make- he's he's a taller Sugats. He waddles and just. Owns oh, the place. To see that model we, in person was weird, I, man. Before we get too far in the weeds, are we still on favorite Greg moment? Yeah. 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 I've beep beep one. hasn't yeah, go hasn't gone yet. Yeah. If oh my my beep favorite and, moment. Beep and Streeter haven't gone yet. Yeah, I was just I went to uh, went to the Circa to uh, to meet up with the rest of the crew, and there was Greg just sitting at the crap table playing with Roy and uh, and Lewis. We just hopped in there, said, "Hey, let me get a selfie." He's like. Sure, anything for the fans, and Aww. popped in there, and uh, yeah, sent it to the chat. How 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 magnanimous he was, <laughs> and and gracious. Love it, Andrew. What about you? Okay, so <laughs> two one. I we we're waiting around on. Was it okay? Hold on. Was it Thursday night? Yeah, it was Thursday night when uh, Greg, you and Yeti, you. And I and uh, the other hee-haws were going to go to dinner, just stay in the casino, but then everybody yeah, else. Yeah, Greg, Greg didn't want to be surrounded by fans at that moment. Yeah. <laughs> he wasn't. He wasn't then we took feeling. him to Mike's DJ set. So. <laughs> yeah, that, that's, that's right. No, but um, we're sitting there. He was talking about, we're over at the sports book, and we're talking about, he's talking about how big the sports book at Circuit. If you haven't seen the Circuit Sports Book, it's so insanely impressive. It's fucking nuts. It's the craziest looking one in all of Vegas. It's, it's unbelievable. It's massive. He's talking about that, and I he was uh, we were just chatting about how how uh, you know it was smart for Circa to put like a a really nice casino in downtown for a change because <laughs> there hasn't been a new one in, since like the eighties or something. And I, I gave this really cockamamie idea of like how somebody should build like a David Buster's type casino where everyone's betting on, you know, ski ball and stuff. And Greg was just like, I like very sincerely, like, I think that's actually that's a great idea. I don't know why anyone hasn't done that before. <laughs> He's like, I, I I mean, that's that's genius. And I'm like, OK, let's you don't have to. Like, why does he sound bit- like Yoda? <laughs> a genius. A genius. A genius. Or Mina trying to do DMX. <laughs> my, my, Greg's my, gonna my, give it to you. Well, my favorites were at, were at uh, what's the name of the place? Raised by Wolves is that the tiny yeah. little? Yes, it's probably like a six hundred square foot bar. God, it was and, so crappy. Down on the south end of Fremont, but you know, uh, everyone shows up there for Mike, and I'm like just a couple tables away from the stage. Greg just like saunters over to the stage area where his with his little beer in his hand and he's pointing at all the lights, he's pointing at all the stuff on the uh the uh the turntables. He's asking <gasps> Mike something and he's like Mike's just really nice <laughs> he's trying to do a thing. And then Greg walks back after a couple minutes and he just he takes a sip of his beer and he looks at me and he points at Mike, he goes, 
He's pretty good at this, huh? <laughs> I, I have to tell you guys something that happened to me at that bar that made me laugh so fucking hard. So, um, you remember the first day Tony shows up with, like, the fur, right? But also, Cack. But he was uh -huh. wearing, like, the red underneath it. The red the first suit, day, yeah. yeah. So, like... Um, you know, there was like, there was like the DJ booth and then there was the first table where like, uh, Tony and Billy and Greg and everybody was saying, there was the next table next to that. Right. And on that table, like the next table over, there was like a fur jacket with like something red down, like that was laid down on that table. And Jeanette and Chris and I were in like one of the main one of the tables in the middle of the bar just talking. And out of the corner of my eye, I caught this shit. And I thought it was Tony passed out on the table. <laughs> 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 and so I walk over to Jeremy. I'm just like, Jeremy, you see that? He's like, yeah. And I'm like, I thought that was Tony passed out. And he just goes. <laughs> and I'm like, Oh god, I was so I felt so stupid, but fuck, I was laughing hard. <laughs> so w one of my favorite things about Greg is I feel like I know him really, really well now, but he mm -hmm. still finds a new way to surprise me, like on the monthly. Um, and so we did sound check on Wednesday, um, when it was fifty-five degrees, but it felt like twenty-two because there's like a thirty-five mile an hour wind cutting us yeah. in half. And so we're out there in light jackets because it felt great when we first stepped out and then we're just destroyed. Uh, so we, we do our sound check and then we all go up on the main stage to kind of have a show meeting and talk things through. Mike wanted to go through a few more logistical things and just make sure we all knew where to be and when. And there is a ladder on stage because they're still setting things up. This is not not to mention this is already after two other ladders were blown down and would have like killed somebody if they like if Greg were underneath, he would have been toast. Um, Luckily, we were away from those. But either way, so the wind's blowing hard. There's a ladder behind where the 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 table where everyone was sitting for the show, and so Greg and I are kind of behind everyone who was seated, and we're just listening. And then Greg decides to take like two steps up the ladder, and he's just hanging out, which was a funny enough visual anyway. And uh, yes, the music dome ladder made an appearance. You're right, Beep, um, from the chat. That is correct. Um, Should have. Where was Billy the whole time? <laughs> but, uh, but it, something but, yeah. a ponder file <laughs> so greg is, is standing up on the side just sitting there and i'm like it was a weird visual i'm like dude you're 69 years old there's nice. a 30 mile an hour wind coming through here let's get down and then like five minutes later he just nobody asked him why he was on the ladder and then he's just like yeah i've always been someone who enjoys t standing one or two steps up a ladder <laughs> <laughs> I was like what? Yeah, I just, I just, I don't want to be feel like I'm super tall, but maybe just a little bit taller than everyone else. That's that's what I want. You know, I, I enjoy that. I'm I'm the kind of guy that I'm the kind of guy that's I'm the kind of guy who uh, enjoys standing a couple steps up on a ladder. Yeah, and I was like, I mean, I I get that. It was Skilo Cody. Skilo Cody. It was just weird, Coke. like it, like he just threw that out. Nobody asked why were you on the ladder. I just said get down from the ladder, and yeah, you know I'm the kind of guy, and it just it destroyed me, just absolutely <laughs> destroyed me. Stugatz during sound check the the day before, <laughs> he 
he always does his nickname thing where you you name somebody and you know big shot bob and he'll throw it out so like <laughs> he's just always in his element and someone just talked about it being really windy outside and he just hit us with windy city and everyone on stage lost it wherever on the side stage doubled over it's really not that funny but for some in that moment it was the funniest thing we had ever heard and just yeah just windy city and then <laughs> so stupid he kept it up in like his in the show for like the next two days because i guess because you guys gave him such a great reaction to windy city and he just kept on bringing up how windy vegas was. right right <laughs> it was annoyingly windy in all fairness yes it was like, it fucking oh, sucked it was so like, goddamn cold the first <laughs> the first day the second day wasn't bad partially because we had a fucking cabana and um I'm about to nag the fuck out of some motherfuckers to give me money for that soon. But um, no, I mean, we had a space heater, a little TV in the cabana. That was lovely. But um, the first day, man, holy shit. When there, it was it was really pleasant. It was getting warm. And then as soon as those fucking clouds came in front of the sun. And, oh, man. Oh, my God. God, it was cold. I it's John, it's John Reed's fault. He was talking about, man, it feels good out here. It's so much better than I thought it would be. Five minutes later, boom, Asshole. we're done. We're he, toast. Yeah. It was just god awful. And um, then when Dan accidentally tried to end the show too early, then that other massive wind came through. Yeah. And just froze everybody out. Yeah, right bad. at the end on the second day, it was just like, oh my god, I need to get out of here now. The first. It was first. I mean, day, the first yes. day. Yeah. The second day was was pleasant. One thing I would like to address that's um, not exactly a um, Moss topic, but it's tangential because Peep was out there for Moss. Moppic. But this fucking asshole over here, he goes to a golf course that he has never played before. He shoots a 76. The next day, he goes to another golf course he's never played before. And I text him, and I say, did you shoot a 76 again? And he says, no. And then a couple minutes later, but I shot a 75. Give me a hell yeah. What? I'm MVP. I was, I was absolutely on, I was on fire. Like, I legitimately... I've been playing golf for quite a long time, longer than I'd like to admit. I have never, and I repeat, never played back-to-back -back rounds of this caliber and this quality. On the first day, the back nine, I didn't miss a single fairway. I didn't miss a single green. I hit every single fairway and every single green on the back nine. And that day, there was a rain and snow mix when I got to the course. Winds were like 10 to 15 miles an hour, and it was 38 degrees with that wind chill. It was ridiculous. I, I don't think I've ever played a, a, round of a round of golf when it was that cold before and, and stuck it out for the, for the entire round, but to shoot a 76 and then come back and shoot a 75, I think those, it's, that's got to be my greatest golf accomplishment ever in my yeah, life. Yeah, and, and to be clear, Fuck you! <laughs> yeah.
Like, oh my god, dude! I I just I I know it's off topic, but that just that shit blew my mind. So I had to bring. Well, it we can bring we can make it on topic, I guess. Beep. Uh, we'll we'll continue there with you. What are some of your top moments from Vegas? That was, that was gonna be one of my next questions. So, would it be the yeah? So seventy six. So those, those two those two rounds of golf, and then uh, five hundred. We're five hundred dollars in poker at a. At- yeah, hell yeah. Those, oh, yeah. those are those are the the top three moments that that are not not necessarily show related, but yeah. Also, wearing, a, uh, wearing also, those glasses. No, no, I I did not because I don't want them to see my hole cards. So, <laughs> but also I w- I would point out beep, um, that Friday night meal that we had. Oh my god, so good. E- exceptional meal. Cage, so fucking cage being cage, right? He's flying in and he makes friends with somebody on the plane. And they work for the Las Vegas Aces. Yeah, they work for the Aces. So so he starts hitting him up for restaurant recommendations. And he gets this recommendation for this place that's off the strip, like kind of like in this random like like uh kind of like a neighborhood. Yeah, Yeah, it was in a neighborhood, but it was like the outside of the building was just like a strip mall, kind of like not any impressive in any way. Yeah. Just a cinder block brick building. And then you go inside this place. It's called Herbs and Rye. For Herbs uh, and Rye. Shout out. Yeah, shout out. You know, free, free advertising. <laughs> but yeah, uh, you go inside and it's just like, like kind of like glorious old timey Vegas kind of steakhouse slash Italian place. Yeah. And... I, most of you guys had steaks. Jeanette and I had some of the homemade pastas. We had a yeah. couple great bottles of wine. Fucking amazing meal. So shout out to those guys. The oh. chef actually met us on the way out to shake our hands. What? Because <laughs> we had told the the waiter, waiter how much we enjoyed it. So it, it was pretty fucking cool, man. Salute Johnny. Johnny the waiter. Johnny. Dude, that guy. <laughs> He was like this, like he was like a what? What did what did uh, Pow call? Pow change the first name to Fabrizio. Yeah. Uh, Fabrizio, yeah, that's his name. Fabrizio. <laughs> no, but th- this this guy was like old school, like seventies, eighties Vegas. Like he's yes. he's seen some shit in that town over the last yeah. forty years. <laughs> yeah, he knows where. If not where all of the bodies are buried, probably like eighty percent. Yeah, <laughs> I learned I learned that eighty six that eighty sixing someone was a uh, a Vegas phrase. They'd take mm-hmm. a, take the body eight, eight take him eight miles out, six feet deep. Mm. And yeah, yeah, that was grim. But yeah, someone talked about eighty sixing something from the footage uh, that we were shoot- when we were shooting our commercial, and then yeah, the 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 sound guy was like, "That's a Vegas phrase," and told us everything. I'm like, "Well, that's a give me a, a wonderful tone for this sunny afternoon or sunny morning." That guy knows where all the circles they're painted. <laughs> <laughs> On Fremont Street. One of my favorite things about Vegas was how Andrew is actually like this Vegas connoisseur. Probably if you had to guess anyone in the group that would you that you would think would know tons about Vegas, it would not have been Andrew. But yet here he is. I think here my I favorite my fa- I think my favorite thing was the first day when we're pay Jeanette and I are at the fucking pot shop paying for what I was buying. And she like Cody and and Tony and Lewis come in. 
she only knows they came in because she heard Lewis's voice and recognized it. <laughs> and so, like, I'm waiting, for, and it's cash only out there because it's fucking janky as hell. And I'm waiting for the cash, and then I see them, and I think I had probably had a couple beers. I drank a beer. I drank another beer. Three beers. Four beers. Oh, no. Five beers. Oh, no. Six beers. Seven beers. Eight beers! Nine beers! Because I just, like, bailed on Jeanette and ran over there. I'm like, Cody, you motherfucker! And I can't argue about you. And Jeanette's sitting there, like, getting my change. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, that was fun. I'm... Chris looked so scared when we recognized him. Like, like... I'm not sure why, like what kind of panic or something like swept over him or like, you know, like it it was really just his expression was just like super surprised and like he went to go talk to to them. So I don't know like how nonchalant or they were, uh, Tony and Lewis, but Chris was just like, oh my God. So then when we went to hear um, Mike Mike Ryan DJ at Raves by Wolves, he comes over chris comes over to me and he goes what a wacky place to run into each other on the weed shop (laughs) and i was just like hey great minds right the thing is like if you're gonna like (coughs) i don't know there's like there's tons of fans there like you and this place is like right across the street from the hotel you think you're not gonna possibly run into people who recognize you (laughs) yeah it was like um like half a mile um, away, so a couple blocks. But like of all the places, you know, just to we have happen to walk into. I think it must have been like around the time you guys finished um, all of that. They finished their rehearsal on Wednesday, or maybe it was their lunch. I don't know, but it was just like hmm. One quick thing I do want to mention about the uh, about the dinner, we uh, we are missing one of our one of our lamely, and uh, I I thought it'd be a, a a nice little tribute. We ordered a big old shot of Jägermeister and just had it sit there on the table with us the whole time for uh, for our boy Ant. So mm. I feel that just had to be mentioned there. So. Yeah, it was a lovely tribute to him. And, you know, for, you know, I think when you go to Moss uh, or any of these uh, fan show events, um, there's probably uh, people that you're like, definitely you want to meet, you want to get selfies with, you want to have that connection um, because, you know, they're the friends in our head and etc. So for me, I really wanted to talk to Juju and Tony um from when they talked about ants passing um on the football show and then also on the main show so juju was the first one that i talked to and i talked to him on thursday and i had a five minute five minute conversation with him and as i'm walking over to him and i start talking i like i start crying because this is you know meaningful to me and important and he starts comforting me so that I can get my words out. And then when I'm done, he's just like, 
that is so beautiful because I just told you, you know, as the person that you're like positivity and you're always trying to make everybody on the show kind of see like how lucky they are to be doing this and things like that. I'm like, when you did that um, for us as aunt's friends, I'm like, it helped us in our grief and also like just to be reminded of what a wonderful person he was and how many other people he touched. And I, on Friday, I got to say the same thing to Tony. And he was just like, of course, he's like, you know, one of the things that keeps, you know, helps people stay fans of the show is when the real life things that they're going through make it onto the air and we get to learn about, you know, Billy having having his daughters, the, the passing of Roy's daughter, you know, the passing of Lebo all these things that that unite us and for me those were just two people that I wanted to have that conversation with and thank them on behalf of our 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 little family and also you know Anne's family yeah. so for me that those were like the, the some of the highlights that I had from the trip Donnie unite us <laughs> yeah and, and I gotta give a beat beat made the call and it was a good one um, on said aforementioned dinner we had on Friday night, we had a shot of Jaeger sitting on the table the whole time with us. Would you welcome, please, Steve Martin. Thank you. Thank you. In um, remembrance Steve of... Steve Martin was a prop Oh, well, oh, my bad. I wasn't here. I was peeing. But God, he had the worst taste. God, he had the worst taste in booze, man. God, he had terrible taste. <laughs> I can't get within two feet of Jaeger, but more power to the guy. That, um, that also, like, if you look at the photo that Jeff and I believe Beep and Kish posted, that was a very generous shot. Was I was going to say, like, that looked like a glass of Jaeger, not just like a shot of Jaeger. It, if if John Tapper and his experts were in that place, he oh, would have had a conniption. Period. How dare you pick up more tickets? Do you know how bad that is? Throw it away. Throw it all away. Shut it down. Nobody eats. He, he would not have been happy. No, no, no. He's, he would have gone like, this is why, you know, he would have just... You're gonna get people sick! He would have done like sick. he's looking behind something to something. Oh. And again, salute to uh, to our guy, Johnny. He didn't charge us for the shot. Yeah, oh, what an angel. Fucking Johnny. That, he, he was, he was like super attentive. Because yeah. I think he... He either saw us or he heard us because I don't think we told we didn't tell him why we wanted the shot, but he no. must have seen us or heard us and he was just like, okay. And he also ran. Was this at the Circa? No, this was. No. Urban this is at that restaurant they went to that was yeah. down in the suburbs. Like, also, dude, like, Morgan was with us. Random place out in the middle of nowhere. Morgan was with us for dinner and she stepped out to um, have a smoke break. And he had forgotten the side dish that she had ordered, and he ran outside to confirm what she wanted, so she could he could put in the order, so we all got all our stuff at the same time. She comes back and she's like, "Johnny, real champ, 
Real salute, true. salute, Johnny. But yeah, I'm, I'm sorry Unitas. for Steve Martining. My bad on that. Johnny um, did also, unite us. Also, mm-hmm. like you know, Kish's beard really robust, very like, Amish. It well, is, I mean, he's <laughs> Russian. He's Russian. It it is a little bit of a um. What was that creeper ass uh Russian guy that was like the advisor to Rasputin? The, there it is. Yeah, it's it's a little bit of a Rasputin sort of vibe. I'm sure Kish loves it. it being described kind of comes, ass. you know, like it, <laughs> it kind of has like the thing where it like comes into two parts it, at the it's bottom. So even at the bottom, I no, noticed no, that. there's like two little pokey oh. bits at the bottom. No, it it the Kish might be Rasputin reincarnated is what I'm getting mm. at. Is That's it, bad. Rasputin, da, 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 eat Putin. Well, the whole well, the whole thing is about Rasputin is that he like. I had like 20, song 20 lives. They couldn't. They couldn't kill him. Yeah. You know? So I mean, like that might be. I mean, he could be him reincarnate. Yeah. But if no, you have like twenty Rasputin, you have one. Or not reincarnate. Well, just, just him. What, what if Rasputin learned how to do the prestige? And yeah, Kiz is, is just one of his clones. God damn it! Something to ponder, files. Something to ponder. I've derailed this whole thing. I was gonna say, Jeff. I really like where you've taken this. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm just. I love you. Let, let, let's get let's get back on track, pal. What, what's the next question? Okay, um, I guess the the last thing I have here for you guys is, um, there were there's lots of mentions of like people like famous people walking around Vegas and like just having like celebrity sightings. Oh. I wanted to know who was like the biggest celebrity sighting you guys had that whole time. Be be look really excited. So I I don't know if we should go to you first or if we should let somebody else like. Like hit two and then go to you. Go to beep. I've got several. What's up? Yeah, go to beep. <laughs> oh. So the night I was <laughs> so the night I was playing poker, uh, I saw Jerry Rice walking through the casino right by the poker tables. And as I was leaving the circa to go shoot the seventy six on Thursday, yeah. I was leaving the casino. <laughs> Who walks out the doors? Mister Las Vegas himself, Wayne Newton, yeah. and. Flava Flav. Oh, that's right. Oh. You got pictures. How they them? smell? I got pictures. I got. I got pictures with both Flava, Mr. Flav, and Mr. Las Vegas. All right. I so. have. I have my favorite. Um, it's flavor. Flav, by the way, spelling um, and the way he pronounced it. So two dollars. My favorite celebrity encounter. It actually doesn't involve me, but my aforementioned <laughs> my aforementioned friend Brian that some of you met. So um. Beep got a picture with Jesus, who was in the um, cabana next cabana to ours. right next to ours, right? So if Jeff you paid look, for that picture. If you look right here, <laughs> oh Jesus! What did I do? <laughs> <laughs> All right, here we go. Grandpa here. messed up his phone again. <laughs> my my buddy B is creeping in the background yes, of this picture of B or of this picture of Beep and uh, Jesus. Beezus. That shit has been cracking me up for days. <laughs> so that's my favorite celebrity. And also, when when Jesus was walking out, and I was walking back to our cabana right before we left, I didn't say a damn thing to him. I just threw up one of these like like side fists where you're like expected to get the fifty what? on the side sort of thing. And and Jesus just goes, 
my guy! And he gives me the fist, and then he just keeps moving, and I'm just Whoa. like, fuck yeah. Hey, yo. Hey, yo. He also fist bumped uh, Jeff. Yeah, he fisted me. So, um, that was great. I didn't but, know yeah, that Jesus actually uh, quote tweeted that, that picture that I took with him. Did he? he put on there, 100 gang gang. And I Dude. never sounded whiter. I'm my buddy in the background is just like right now. Uh -huh. Oh my god! One hundred. One hundred gang gang. Beep, you need to beep, you need to put that. White guys. Look at this. <laughs> She's just Can a I go? Talk about Johnny <laughs> Unitas. Yes. Go, Andrew. Okay, so I got in Wednesday. And uh, I was really bothering Yeti a bunch because I'm like, I don't know where everybody is. Everyone in the chat, in the, uh, you know, in the Twitter chat was just no one was committing to doing anything or meeting up. And I was getting frustrated. So I was bothering Yeti. I'm like, let's do something. He's clearly super busy. He's got the show tomorrow and then the thing next day. I'm having he to make a new beat because Mike Ryan wanted a, 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 an actual like baseline underneath the little intro song that I didn't have. And yeah, yeah, go ahead, Andrew. Sorry. Anyway, so he's busy and I'm probably super annoying him. So I'm just sitting in my room feeling sad. He's like, you want to go to dinner? I was like, sure. Well, anyway... Who's at dinner? Freaking Stugatz and Greg Cody and Jessica Spatana yeah, hell yeah. and Billy Gill and Chris Cody yeah, hell yeah. and yeah, hell yeah. Lewis. Yeah, hell and yeah. I just said the whole show crew, but you needed to name the whole every show, single but one. Like, not everybody was <laughs> there. Does that thing have a and look at me, Louie, on it? No, but listen, listen. <laughs> that's not even the story. I'm sitting there, and then halfway through this forever dinner, where I'm like back door in it, and I feel really weird. I'm like, I should not be here. Hey, but, yo, baby. Golik yeah, yeah. shows up. <laughs> and he's senior like, or junior? Senior. And he's like, look, and, look and you this. wanted to fuck him. He wanted to backdoor Golik senior. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He looked oh. great. Yeah, first of all, of course he fucking did. Him, yeah. Have you seen him? So anyway, he's looking great, and I'm pretty sure he's gonna pay for dinner for everybody. But he doesn't. Uh, he just he, <laughs> he, took no, us you know, he said, go. "If I sit down and because they're like order something, if I sit down and order, I'm gonna eat too much, and I'm gonna end up paying for all of this." So <laughs> he said hello and went went away. So immediately Stu was like, "Yeah, sit down, sit down." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right, anyway, yeah, cool. or Jeanette, this is the best night of my life. <laughs> <laughs> That's cool, Andrew. Um, I don't really like i mean we stayed in downtown vegas so aside from like the show and the people that were there that's probably i, I didn't really have like a very close celebrity encounter or anything like that but like seeing being within like actual human breaths of mina that was really cool and um jeff's other friend sierra she was literally starstruck and dumbstruck just from seeing Mina, she walked by and She's she was about to cry. She was just like, "That's Mina." <laughs> I, I will say it's pretty cool. <laughs> but if like, Jamel had shown up on Friday, I would have yeah. run out of the pool and gone over there, and then that would have that would have been sad. <laughs> but, but I, I think I, she would have appreciated it. I, I will say, so like I'll, I'll try to do this briefly, even though I'm long-winded in general, but. Um, so, like, like I said before, my buddy B I've known since, like, ninth grade. My buddy Sierra, 
I went to law school with her. That's how the two of them met. Maybe, I don't know if it's eight or nine years later, or seven, eight years later, whatever. They just recently got engaged. And then I got to have them come out and meet you fucking doofuses. <laughs> so it's like all of my worlds colliding. And it was a... Uh, it was kind of fun for me. It was kind of cool. And then uh, Jeanette, Jeanette, and uh, Jeanette and I and uh, B and Sierra went to a steakhouse at the Plaza um, on Thursday night, and it's just the most old timey Vegas shit of all time. <laughs> like, it was the it was it was one of the I think part of Casino was filmed in that steakhouse, and it's just like. I've never been to downtown Vegas before, so that that whole experience was just kind of cool and also kind of sketchy, and yeah, probably just stay on the strip. <laughs> the um, all right, so the Wednesday night, or was it Tuesday, Tuesday night? Um, Greg gets in. He changed his flight. He was supposed to get in at like nine thirty at night. But he wanted to get there earlier, so he ended up having to leave at five in the morning, and fly to New York, and stay there. Which his flight got delayed by a little bit, and then and then just so he could get to Vegas earlier. I don't know why, but anyway, um, and it meant he had to go down to Miami to fly out instead of Fort Lauderdale, when the Lauderdale airport is like 15 minutes from his house. Um, but uh, so he he gets there. We you know we're figuring out what to do. And I get a text from him, and he's like, I'm down at the bar whenever you're ready. Urban Meyer just walked in. And I'm like, should I give him a lap dance? <laughs> and he's like, he'll be great for content. And so I get down to the bar, and yeah, he's, he's just right, that big circular bar at the Circa. He's right across from where we were at. Um, and, uh, <laughs> and uh, but we all, so we all go to dinner. Um, and this was, this was one of the cooler moments as far as like meeting someone for me. We're having dinner. I'm sitting right across from Stugatz. And when, when that guy, like Dan is not lying when he talks about him, just like unleashing a fire hose of sports opinions. He looks you in the eye so intensely and just like this and that. And, this, and I tell you, Mike McCarthy and, or, uh, Mike Tomlin, Mike McCarthy, same coach, same guys. Look, look, look. And he's like pulling up this, like, and it's just like this. He is burning a hole in your eyes with 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 his like as he's trying to share his opinion with you. It was funny, it, just real great conversation with him though, um, over the the most incredible uh, brisket fried rice. Um, oh, we went we so we went to this one restaurant and like apparently they have smaller portions because you're supposed to just like share everything. So I ordered these pork chops, thinking maybe there'd be four of them. It was like sixteen, seventeen bucks. They walk out with two, and I'm like, what the hell? How am I supposed to share two pork chops? Come on. <laughs> but luckily, they were incredible pork chops, but luckily everybody, um, uh, they weren't big enough to slice. I mean, I had those things down in two bites. Um, but <laughs> but like, luckily everybody was very generous with the uh, the, the, the um, brisket fried rice. It was incredible. Um, but we're just sitting there talking afterwards, and it's me and Greg and Stu, and Lucy was there. And all of a sudden, I see this tall black man walk in, and you could feel this presence this like just the most confidence you've ever felt in a room and it was Bomani Jones and uh and he walks up and, and like like he just walks right over to Stu and gives him like the most like like confident and aggressive dap and uh like come here like, like he's been wanting to see Stu forever 
and uh, and then and then the second wave of confidence. I look behind it. There's Foxworth right there. And Charlie Kravitz was in with them. They walked in with like Tony and Lewis and them who had just gotten off the plane. Wow. And, uh, Entourage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, um, but, what, what, but what was really cool was, uh, you know, Bomani comes over and gives Greg a hug, shakes his hand, gives him a hug. And then just because he was raised with good manners, he just, in the most polite, hey, I'm Bomani. Like, introduces himself to me. And I'm like, cool. And, uh, and of course, what's the dumb thing I do? I bring up a tweet. Yeah, hell yeah! <laughs> I'm like you and Look I just had an exchange. You and I just had an exchange where you did an AMA, and I said, "What's the most overlooked town in North Carolina?" And he said, it was, "And he, he cut me off. He's like Durham, always Durham, yeah." And uh, and so he explained. I was like, "How? Because the way I was raised, you don't stop in Durham to, to you. You don't want to contribute to that place's economy because that's where Duke is. <laughs> and you don't stop for gas. You you just I don't care if you're on empty. You 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 you, you hitchhike to Orange County to Chapel Hill and get your gas and then come back. And uh, pull it to Orange County. But then he said he said no. See that's the thing. Most of Durham doesn't even like Duke. And he and, and he explained to me a little bit more about about true Durham and stuff. And that was really cool. So we talked for he gave me five minutes of his time to talk about Durham and Atlanta. And uh, and that was just really cool. And then Foxworth, he, he reached over and he's like, hey, I'm Dominique. And I'm like, I'm Yeti. I produce Greg's show. And then I, he says, I know who you are. And even if he was lying, class act. Like, that's a good move. Like, <laughs> I know who you are. Knows hey, who and Yeti is. Moving. And then and, later uh, on that week, he called you sexy. He said I did something. I'm not going to say he called me sexy. He said I did something that was sexy. And that's yeah. maybe the, the first time I've ever done that. But- <laughs> it was a novelty. It was a novelty for Bomani to meet you because clearly you're the, like one of only like four people he's not locked on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> he did. What was funny is when he said Yeti, he's like, like the Bigfoot. <laughs> It's like yeah, it's a long story. Exactly. Yeah, but um, uh, but like, so that was really cool. And then Chris and I were walking around, him and he's like, I think that's Jake Paul over there. This is a couple days later, and he's like, No, that's a guy that wants you to think he's Jake Paul. And he had like an entourage of like fifteen people, and and I don't know if it was Jake Paul from a distance. He looked short, but then the next day I walked out of our ops room, and they came out from the from wherever they were hanging out that whole group and he was bigger than like he was taller than it looked and i was like it might have been jake paul i don't know but uh still punchable face either way hmm. um but uh but yeah the 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 urban my <laughs> the urban Hi, thing was funny. but yeah it, it was it was just cool to be able to meet bomani and and dominique that was that was really cool. i had actually envisioned how would this conversation with bomani go my alternate conversation was to bring up how he blocked andrew and ask him uh andrew do you want to tell that story about he blocked you or how he blocked you um no i would not like to talk about that <laughs> i was going to ask him if he had if if he blocked him for a reason i was going to ask him if he gave him a a different response revolving around gladys knight if that would have got him blocked faster yeah if that would just be a story between me and andrew inside joke salute mavis David. send it to the send it to the chat and, <laughs> and uh, uh but like would that have gotten blocked faster or would that have kept him from being blocked but uh, I'm glad I didn't have to go there because that that would have he would have just walked away. I'm sure. But yeah, I don't think that he remembers cool. that. That I'm sure he wouldn't. I was going to explain <laughs> to him. You blocked my friend, and here's why. But I'm glad I didn't. I'm glad I chose better. <laughs> well, and brought up a totally different tweet, which is still awkward and weird. I think, you know what? I think right? he knows. I think he remembers. Yes. I think he knows. <laughs> no, 
<laughs> There's no way that he remembers that. <laughs> he blocks a lot of people. You never know. But <laughs> Monty's right. block hand is strong, okay? <laughs> yes, it is. Yeah. All right. Well, that's been another fantastic episode of Lauer After Hours. I almost said the wrong podcast name. I'm rusty at I this. still haven't finished answering the first question. <laughs> <laughs> but I am. <laughs> so I, wanted to, I wanted to ask you, um, Yeti, besides the bidet up in the bathroom, did you have any awkward, like, fan encounters or, or people were just a little, you had to be a little bit more protective of Greg because of the energy you were sensing? Drunk, Lakers, everybody cool? lady. Drunk Lakers lady who was trying to depants Jeremy Tessier. But then later said it was me after she had told me it wasn't me the next day. Or, or like, yeah, so it was Jeremy, but then she told Chris it was me, and then I went to to, but then Chris didn't. He set me up, and he's like, "Hey, she wants to go talk to you." And I turn around, and I'm like one step away, and it's her, and I'm like, "Oh crap!" And she says, "Oh, it's uh, I wasn't you that I was talking about." And I said, "Oh, you wanted to talk to Jeremy," and Chris is like, "No, she wanted to f Jeremy," Whoa. and uh, or and, and uh. Then she told Jeremy the next day that it was me, so I don't know either way. But that's the one that Juju says, "You and the Lakers hat with your hat all cocked, cocked around like Ti in 2003," and uh, so that was kind of funny. But yeah, that that was the only awkward. Day. Everyone else was great, and um, I'm gonna keep. I'm just waiting for Beep to cut me off because that's that's the, the gig. Beep is the host now. <laughs> Old skins a marine. I, I gotta go. <laughs> Bye, guys. <laughs> And that was another amazing episode of Lauer After Hours. Ask me another question. <laughs> no, no, I'm, I'm, I'm shutting it down. We gotta go. Badap, badap, badap.